ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Secret Girls Club. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Happy Wednesday. I can't mm. believe it's Wednesday already. <gasps> None of us are wearing pink. Nope. No. Kettie is. Oh, I, I saved it. Saved Which is it. anti. Anti social. 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 <laughs> it's even it. bigger on the back. I love that brand. Bye, Spencer. <laughs> but yeah, no. Welcome, everyone. Today oh. we have a special girl guest. Who's actually a girl this time? <laughs> it's always a special girl, Chris. That's <laughs> right. Now we have a special girl, Bree. Bree. It's a me. Oh, it's a me. It's a cheese. Yes. What's up, guys? Oh my god, I miss you guys so much. I miss you too. <laughs> the only time we hang out now is we're at the studio. It is. Like we were at gym yesterday, and Jordan was like, "We need to get Bree back." I was like, "I know." Like I haven't seen her. Like it's either gym. I was like, "If I don't see you there, I don't." see anybody anywhere <laughs> but i love everyone's stories <laughs> yeah. i love it yeah it's hard like it just feel like we know each other we are friends but at the same time we don't see each other yes. yeah yeah but i hope you guys know i love you guys so much same <laughs> same i love friendships love like that and you're like you're just walking past i'm like i love you i'm giving you all my love i hope you have a great day bye, bye. and it's like two weeks later i'm like what were you doing you're like so i you cut know? my hair <laughs> and, and i bought a house and you're like all right cool <laughs> i, I feel like that's like nature of adult friendship now you just kind of have to like schedule your yeah. meetups like, yeah. I no longer have to, I, I can no longer, like, walk outside and be like, hey, what's up? You want to go grab a beer? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's spend nope. two hours together. I'm like, no, I have five minutes. Literally, yes. I asked two months in advance now. Yeah. Or like, a month in advance. I'm like, is it's this so Wednesday? Yes. It's so sad. <laughs> After your Pilates class at 6.15 and my class ends at 7, do you want to go get a drink at this bar? <laughs> right there. Like, yes. For exactly 20 minutes, because then I have to go other things yeah <laughs> no for sure it's um, a pros and cons to adult life that's good it's not yeah bad. well it's part of a topic that we're going to be talking about today oh, yeah. it is how to live a life without a timeline or outside of a timeline set by expectations society? by society or culture or parents uh, and all of that baggage we will just unpack it all whew, and, fun times. And, and be done with it so before we do that i do have a question for you yeah. guys um it's regarding new year's resolution because it is february 1st i can't believe it's i just want to check in and see how you would evaluate yourself on a scale of one to ten how successful were you this month i mean last month in following up on your resolution I was 100% successful because I had no resolution set up whatsoever. <laughs> That's the and it worked Cheating. out. <laughs> Literally same. Yeah, it was, like, it was perfect. Oh. I don't believe in them anymore, but I like I'll just set goals for myself. So I wanted to hit like I wanted to take a class at the gym every day for that month. No. Damn. That didn't work every, out. No, that's a very that's high I did make it a week though. Okay. And so I was like, yes, but then I did it every other day. So initially what I really wanted Still is counts. to hit the gym yeah, yeah. more. Yeah. And so I did. So I'm very proud of that. But I, I came to the New Year's resolution because 
I'm the type of person that puts a lot of pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. And so once I have the New Year's resolution, I can't just have the New Year's resolution. I have to wake up at 5.30 a.m. and then do all the things that billionaire, like, like things they they post on Instagram that I'm pretty sure is not accurate. I'm pretty sure they don't do that themselves. I don't believe, yeah, Yeah. I don't believe, I refuse to believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so now I'm just, like, taking it, I'm taking a seat back. Yeah. I think (sighs) regarding that, like, I guess my only goal was, like, to go gym twice a week. Um, and I've been doing that. So, but I switched it from instead of Tuesday, Wednesday to Tuesday and Thursday because Jordan is killing me now with her weights. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do Tuesday, when, like Thursday. But I think that was the only goal I had, and it's been going fine. I like it. But I'm sure to catch you with one of her classes. Well, yeah. What about you? I guess I don't know. I'm I'm like six out of ten. I guess. Yeah. I I, I was very strategic. Yeah. You know, during my Christmas break. I did like a whole like a list, not a list. I did like a mental map, like a vision Ah. board of like, Mm -hmm. this is what I, I this is actually what I want to do in life. Just not this month, but like in life. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, okay, in January, I was just looking at it. I was like, like, I'm going to do this thing this month. And I kind of did some of the things that I said I would do, but I didn't do all of them. Eh, Something's better than nothing. But like some of the things that I didn't do or I actually have to do like some of them were like going through my like like my finances for last year mm. for taxes oh, and I was just like I just want to get that out of the fucking way yeah. I hate it. and I wanted to get it done this this month and I only did like three months Teddy, oh god, Teddy, I, I did three have... months in January that's amazing I know people who are not going to touch taxes until literally April 20th yeah, like <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that, I, I'm shocked that you're beating yourself up for getting ahead of taxes. Well, that's that's, but I like that's me every year. It's like April, and I'm like, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no fair. Yeah, we can keep ourselves accountable. February, but end of by 15, I think we give ourselves time yeah. to like get taxes because yeah, I want to yeah. get those out of the way. But honestly, it's not gonna happen until March. But yeah. I want to get it out of the way. I feel like you know, I'm sitting with the the two most responsible normies <laughs> out of the whole group and hearing this, I'm like, well, I'm like, fuck, I need to get on my taxes. But no, but truly, I, I feel that. But what I feel like also with this timeline, do you feel um, that we're going to talk about, do you feel like it adds to the pressure that you put on yourself to like get everything together? Um, well, <laughs> I don't think that I put that on myself. IRS puts that on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. You know, if True. IRS actually told me how much money I owe, then maybe we would have this problem here. But it'll be like Germany if we really want to. Here we are. So, here we are. It's definitely part of the pressure and part of like the timeline and expectations. But mm-hmm. it's not that we're going to talk about like the both external and internal, but like, you know. Yeah. So, how, yeah, essentially, like what timeline we put ourselves. And what timeline does society externally put on ourselves? And yeah. how do we deal with it? Because the world has changed from what our parents were <laughs> younger. Even when so our much. parents severely severely changed. And even with the changing world, it's shocking that they, sometimes your parents don't get that the world's changing. Yeah. And so the advice they give you is antiquated. And then you're like, well, then where can I get the answers? Thankfully, yeah. we have the internet. Thank goodness. Could you imagine trying to navigate the age that you are right now? Without the internet, God, I'd go I crazy. Don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if like, it would be so different. I, would it be better or worse? I don't know. I feel like it might have been better just because then I'm not 
I'm not comparing myself unconsciously to all the internet. Yeah, the celebrity. Yeah, so at the same time, I was like, this is my bubble. <laughs> this is the bubble I'm sticking with. But now with the internet, your bubble is just a whole world. Uh, but I, like, I, I also kind of love that because that means I don't have to call anyone for anything. That's if true. If you really think about it. Yeah, that's very true. YouTube University or I love TikTok now because I've so learned good. so many different so recipes. So many. <laughs> and it's like super quick. I was growing garlic on <laughs> TikTok. I'm like, you know what? I'm so, so much. grateful for that. That's true. There's pros and cons. Like I've learned so much from TikTok for tips. And I was like, oh, I didn't know how to clean air fryer. This? Yes! Awesome! God, the air fryer, man, (laughs) is the most elite! I love air fryer. Elite of appliances! It's great. It's great. So before we get started with our topic, I do want to give um, a little uh, shout-outs here. Yes! Um, First, I do want to let you guys know, if you want to get to know us deeper as individuals, we are doing um, bi-weekly AMA sessions on Discord. Which is always one of us, one of the normies, live for you guys for one full hour. And you can literally ask anything and just hang out. So definitely yep. take advantage and do that. Yep. Um, I think the next person It's is me this Friday me. at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to be called. So like you can actually ask me a question with voice over instead of like typing a question somebody asking. I mean, you can still do that, but yes. you can talk to me. And the next shout out I want to give is to the RFT. You are probably going to hear about them somewhere in the middle of this as a plug, but yes. I just wanted to highlight how much we enjoy this tea. We love it. We um, love it. Yeah, it's great. We do have um, in the in the description of the video, you will see that we have some discount codes if you guys want to get your own. Um, we have like like a sample here. Yeah. So we have like four different ones, which is also something you can order. Um, I think I'm drinking the uh, pumpkin pie. I think I mine's think... chocolate peppermint. Yes, and I think. Uh, Can you guess what it is? The pumpkin pie chai. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Obviously, I love it. They do have a lot of different kind of tea, so yes. we've been drinking it actually this whole winter because a lot of us are trying to switch from coffee to tea. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's good to have it. Hey, we, we, we kid ourselves. It's like, we can do this. And we're like, all right, but we can. We'll try. We're doing this. And then you're also like, have you tasted coffee on a cold winter morning? It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it goes back tea. and forth. It's like, yes, I'm drinking tea. I mean, I grew up drinking tea as a kid. So it's like, okay, you, you know, be there. It's kind of funny because I drank so much tea since I was like six. Yeah. And it was like earl gray breakfast tea like hardcore <laughs> caffeine since i was six and i had no idea no idea. it was caffeinated that's hilarious and like my mom was just like yeah, have some tea like, <laughs> I'm like what the fuck mom <laughs> never fell asleep in class <laughs> there you go that would make sense why we were like jumping off the walls <laughs> i was actually like and i feel like i have like immunity to caffeine mm, now yeah for drinking because, since like we were young. i actually need to have really strong coffee to feel any like I've never felt like jitters from coffee ever. Really? Yeah. Oh. I oh you I love that morning thunder and I take morning two thunder. Yes, that morning thunder black tea. Two of those and I am off the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. And you're telling me you've never had the jitters. I've never had the jitters. <laughs> Same. Never had the jitters. I think it's because like I've been drinking like Indian tea since I was born. <laughs> like, literally, it's either milk from your or mother's like, teeth. From my mother's teeth. <laughs> literally. It was like a bottle of milk and a bottle of tea. <laughs> it's like, cool. And now, like, coffee doesn't even do anything. We but... are broken. 
broken. Oh, I'm broken. No, you guys are hardened warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of the caffeinated right. lands. Um, I didn't start really drinking coffee till I was 18. So, Good. But also, I remember going to college and there was this like 10 year old little girl and she's this tall in Starbucks in front of me. She gets a venti, whatever oh coffee, God. dumps cinnamon and sugar in it and whisks it, puts it on, goes out, huffs, lights a cigarette, and then goes to school. It was like a middle school around the corner. And I was like, whatever problems I have in life is nowhere near what this little woman is going through. <laughs> See, I, I could never do like venti coffee it was like built like, to the brand that that will like send me to the edge that's insane just just too much but venti should not exist mm-hmm. that's a whole nother topic it's a bucket it's a bucket just call it a bucket why are you calling something fancy italian because it's, this is a problem the italian <laughs> because it sounds fancy fancy I love, I love it. the bucket size coffee, please. Oh my god! Yeah, literally. I love when you go like, to snakes. Same thing, large fry. Like I would like the inedible portion, please, because I want to eat it for the next five days. Here's the thing: I will smash the whole thing. Don't you at me about some fries? I love, I love that. fries. I love a dipper. I love a dipping sauce. Mm, oh yeah, god. I love you know, Chick-fil-A fries. Um, so I was just going through my Instagram. And like just scrolling all the way down to see like when I even started, you know, because I started Instagram when I moved here. Yeah. And like my fifth picture or something like so early on, like I'm just like in um in the pit, um, yeah. the Indy 500. Oh, okay. And I'm well, just God. like, and I'm like holding giant like bucket of fries. <laughs> and like, and I wrote some something snarky in like the description and like. And now I'm just like, I would eat the whole bucket now. Oh, I, you know, the whole thing. Don't, don't things, me, like, things change. Yeah. I've changed. Fries just hit you differently. Sometimes <laughs> you just like, want fries. Like, it's like ages like fine wine. And I feel that America gets you because my stomach grows so big while I'm here because the portions are huge. Right. And then I go back to Europe and I am starving. I am mean, at least for the first three so weeks. You, I'm like, you guys are not feeding me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, How do you survive on this? I feel like your stomach, like... Like you it don't, does. you don't need this much food as you get in America, but you want it. But like once <laughs> you start it. like eating I, it when that I first way. moved to the United States, I lived in Texas, and I literally would go to this one Chinese place, get like a portion of like fried noodles. Oh my god! And I would eat it for five fucking days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called economics. I love it. But now it's I like will. I can day. eat it all in, in one sitting. I'm like, what happened to me? Who am I? Doesn't matter. Don't when you when you're eating fries or fried noodles. Don't no judgment. I will eat them all. Like, like it just. We've both it. also been working out. We're athletes now. We, we need. We need the we fried need. noodles. I need the carbo load. So don't I love think, it. Like, I love but, it all. I have no shame. Yeah. No shame. Like some days I just crave fries. Oh, my thing right now. Um, I've been making some fire chicken tikka masala dude and those instagram stories that you have look amazing i can't even cook like that <laughs> i appreciate you guys i like, like love it but i'm really happy i cook and i've li- i've been I, I'm, I'm gonna make some uh non-bread from scratch tonight oh and i just want to dip it in and i know it's so many calories and there's it so doesn't much matter dairy, and uh, i feel like it doesn't it doesn't count it doesn't count if it's chicken tikka masala if it it's just has vindaloo to like it, the calories don't exist yeah the calories it, don't it exist. just has to it's just that. All right, we have gone a bunch of off tangents. So, 
what is a topic All of a right. podcast today? Let's host. stick to the timeline of this podcast. Yeah, no, no, we no, no, talk about there. what we need to talk about. <laughs> All right. So- horrible. horrible. Horrible, you guys. I love this. I'm having so much fun. Um, before we get into, like, the, you know, our timelines yeah. as set, you know, by different factors, I yeah. want to acknowledge those factors. So I would like all of us to state our sex, age, racial or ethnic background for those who aren't watching, <laughs> uh, education, occupation, relationship status. How far are you from retirement? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's a lot of questions. So like, you know, anything that you can associate with like, I like, you know, there's a timeline that I'm not really, you know, following up on. And what is... What is it? I love me some Nico. Hey, you Sorry, ever need someone to babysit your dog? <laughs> oh, welcome to you. So you essentially just want to talk about like who we are and where we yes. are and expectation from the society timeline. Yes. So, um, yeah. And we will talk about like cultural expectations first, but before, let's just kind of stage. Yeah. So just staging who I am. Um, I'm Navi. Um, I'm brown. I'm Indian. Um, more specifically, I'm 32 years old. Female, if you can hear me from my voice, sometimes people have told me they can't. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm a financial business officer for the normies, also like on-screen personality, depending on who needs me where. Um, what are the other questions? Do you have any side hustles? Oh, way too many. Um, so beside the normies, which is a full-time job, um, I also have with Marquetta and Chris, we run a sauna business, which is in a, in a bus. Along with that, I also help manage my parents, their couple of their projects. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a master in business. So business is, I guess, not in my blood, but in my sweat. In my cup of coffee. It's in my cup of coffee and everything. Um, I always like to take like an idea and see what I can do with it. Um, mm. Hustling is something that, not saying everybody should do it, it works for me. I like it. What's your zodiac sign? Scorpio. <laughs> I'm the Scorpio and I stand by it. I don't read horoscope, but when I do, I think it's totally me. <laughs> I will go with it. You and Sydney. I, I, I love so it. I love it. Um, but yeah. Do you, do you feel like th- this description that you just did, like mm. kind of um, like culturally for, you know, you being Indian, do you feel like you are like fitting the box? Oh God, no! The check boxes. Oh, but should, no. Because from what you said, you sound like a pretty successful and accomplished woman. In America, uh, for <laughs> sure. Like <laughs> and back at home, not so much. I'm single still at 32, so um, I don't think in India they do this, but I know in Arab countries they do. Like after a certain age, you essentially expired. Um, <laughs> so like in India at this point, I don't think they will see me as in like, oh, somebody who has two degrees, who has successfully built their own business and going on it. Um, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of young generation in India now who is being independent to that level, but you have to be in a city for it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it will just really depend on who I'm talking to. My parents have kind of given up on it, on me getting married, which I'm super happy about. Um, <laughs> Just save the money for they later. Just, yeah. Gave up. Just, yeah, they just gave up. Every time I'm like, it's, it's fine. I think they stopped asking questions. I was like, it's fine. Do they um, treat your, because you have a younger brother. Yeah. Do they treat him differently in terms of like relationship always. expectations? I mean, always, right? Like, it's he's also not only like youngest, he's also 
the boy. So obviously um, in India, like having a boy son, it's a bigger deal. And that was what they were achieving for. And he was the third one that was born. So, so should like, expectations be greater on him? And I mean, expectations, I guess it would have been if he was the oldest. So mm. things change. When you're youngest, you kind of get away with everything. Yeah, like no, regardless yeah. who the youngest is yeah. and him being youngest and him being the son so he get away with a lot of things not like saying that he's spoiled like i think he's the most mature from all of us and he's trying to like sit down with my parents and try to explain to them like he's trying to like have them open-minded i think my parents have changed so much probably because of him mm-hmm. um they have helped him like he's essentially been like i'm gonna continue doing this either you're on a board like with it or not and he's just been like i have my own job like i have living on my own so you kind of just either trust me or you don't and i kind of been like that um but no i remember like one time i had a white boyfriend the parents didn't know but they kind of found out like i got so much grief about it but then my brother had a white boyfriend and my mom was like super happy like it was like oh yeah she's so sweet like buying like gifts for her and i was like He's youngest than me. Like, what is happening? Wait. I loved her. Like, I I loved okay, her. Okay. Like, I loved his okay. girlfriend. Like, I'm I was about to say, wait, your parents are okay with him having a white boyfriend. No, white girlfriend, you sorry. you have yeah. a white boyfriend? I know, I white. Like, that is some leaps and bounds from the conversation. I know. Like, your yeah. brother has been having with him. Yeah, I know. And I misspoke. Like, he had a white girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, but, yeah, no, they were essentially, like, like, mom was super okay with it. And I was, like, so baffled by that. It's like, mm-hmm. wait what like yeah. not get too wrong like i'm happy for him like i love the girl we're still friends like she's gorgeous and like she's doing so much for herself but it was like if this doesn't tell you it's a double standard i don't know what tells yeah, you i think this yeah. is a good thesis for yeah. the podcast which is timeline is bullshit timeline is <laughs> like, bullshit expectations are bullshit it, they are um but yeah i mean we can get more into it like culturally i think everybody can internet can say like culturally i should have been married right now with a bunch of kids that mm-hmm. hasn't happened and I'm not having kids. So <laughs> that's always... You have a kid. I have a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the funniest thing when I go home and mom's always like... Like, you know, I always give her grief when she's like giving me advice all the time. It's like, stop it, mom. She's like, but you know, you will know when you have kids. Like, I won't. And I'm telling you right now, if I don't know at this age that I won't, like, having a kid won't help me. Like, <laughs> like it's the same thing. Now go babysit your granddaughter. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, go take care of Nico. It's like, this is the only grandchild we will get. Aww. Be happy about it. I told my mom, like, you think you guys could pick out which cat you want? Yeah. I'll take care of it. Like, there you go. Yeah, this is, this can be yours. Wee! Yeah. Like, yeah. Timeline's bullshit. I mean, it's been a, we can get more into it. Like, it's been an interesting journey to accept the timeline that I wanted to make my own. Yeah. Yeah. What about, is this lasting for you when we move to Greek? <laughs> um, what about your job? Like, is that something that your parents are disappointed with or have been before because it's not, you're not a doctor or, you know, the yeah. typical perfect it, profession? <laughs> not a brown uh, professional. Lawyer, Honestly, it's been, lawyer. it was yeah. an interesting journey because I went to college for criminal justice. That's something that parents don't hear about, like brown parents don't hear about, because I think that was me. I, as a kid, I wanted to do everything opposite of what society wanted from a female, like opposite. And I was very, I'm not saying that I'm not smart now. Like I was very smart. If I wanted to go to doctor, I could have been. But if my parents didn't push for it, I probably could, would have been a doctor. But because my parents expected that, I was like, 
no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do everything opposite of what you're asking me. So I went to college for criminal justice and psychology. Um, I wish I knew you as an angsty teenager. Oh, my God. I wasn't angsty. In my head, I was angsty. How much shows on your face? You said yeah. RBS. I was trying to get like, I know. I was like a good daughter, right? the right? most teenage thing you ever said. I know. I, like, I, I was a good daughter through and through. <laughs> like, but same time not. The gift of the guy who's just staring off at the soccer game. Like, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> probably me. Like seeing my siblings also like having it easy going sometimes. I'm like, that was me standing on top of the stairs. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. That meme well, is like... me 24-7. <laughs> Literally, don't get me started on sibling benefit. It, yes. I God. was, was going to move to, yeah. to that. Because yeah. I know you have some things to say. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's a whole thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Priti, my sister, went through hell. Like, she went through hell. Like, I kudos for her. To be where she is right now, she's happy, she's married, like, makes my heart grow. But when I see KV go through some shit, it was like, I love you, KV, but I hate you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like, at the same time, because I struggled so much, but it comes easy to you. Like I went but, to war for you. I went to war for you. I went to war for and you. you. Like, that was yeah. my Vietnam, and you are just yeah. going through easy. Girl, don't go Yes. Flashbacks. Uh, the, this is the cross that both of you guys bear. Yes. Girl. Yeah, let's talk I about don't want it. And, yeah, yeah. and your um, territory. You, your sister, I think, has enjoyed some benefits that of, of, of hard labor. <laughs> of your hard labor. Yes. No, for me, my name is Bria. Um, I'm 26 years old. I'm Jamaican American, first gen, first gen. I had no Jamaican idea you were Jamaican American. Yes. Yeah, so my oh. mom came over um, when she was younger. Um, if you talk to my grandma, whenever she would call the places we were at, they yeah. would just say, there's a woman with a thick accent on the phone. <laughs> and like, it's, it's my grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma Marcia. Um, if we're seeing this, Hi, Grandma. Um, yes. Um, what were the other questions? Um, okay. I'm, I was born, was I'm a, a cisgendered woman. Um, okay. That... Uh, <laughs> That's with the LGBTQ. So I'm a queer cisgendered woman. Yeah. Um, what else? Beautiful. Um, your race or ethnicity, you already mentioned your Jamaican. Uh, yeah, Jamaican sex, American. no complaints. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your education and occupation? Oh, yes. So I graduated from the American University of Paris with a bachelor's Ooh, in marketing. Woo, woo, woo. Um, right now I'm working as a freelance marketer. Love it. Um, and that's being, that you want to talk about taxes. <laughs> you want to talk about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a very growing period for me. That's the main one. Um, I feel like I don't find myself in side hustles. I feel like I find myself in sitcom episodes with my friends sometimes. <laughs> and they're like, there's this big project that needs to get done. And I'm like, woo! Like I always end up in something like that. Um, or with mine and I have shenanigans that my friends fill out. So I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say, I'm, I'm not sure about side hustles yet. Yeah. I need to find a name for it. I'm a vet coordinator now. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, vet coordinator. Event. Oh, event. event. I said vet. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Were you working with vets? Oh. <laughs> um, I'm possibly, um, I'm an event coordinator now. Nice. So, uh, my timeline's been, uh, very varied, uh, but also I feel like it's, my parents had a very varied timeline as well. Mm -hmm. I'm a very young family. Mm -hmm. So typically like people kept kids like in their twenties or early twenties. Yeah. And I already told my parents I'm not about that life. But also when my mom took me to college, she was like, You're getting birth control. She's like, You <laughs> nice. don't need a kid in college. I like her nice. immediately no. Good. And I was like, I, yes, I, I appreciate that. Um, but the um 
Also, I am the eldest of two of my sister um, and my brother. Yeah. And it's very true about how easy and also there are variations of Vietnam that they have. And what I appreciate Just now yeah. <laughs> yes, is sharing notes with them as they get older and the tolerance they have for my parents I love. Yeah. And like I don't have that tolerance anymore. So it's funny like seeing the like with every age i'm like guys did you guys know your brain still grows and you actually feel it and they're like what i'm like yeah your knees will start to hurt at 23 it's a lie when they say 25 23 and so do the two day hangover start and i just love being like i was informing them all the time i'm like this is what actually happened and they're like what are you serious i'm like the world is crazy and so i hope they enjoy it um, but also coming with the territory, I feel like I got to cut my teeth a bit and I already knew when I was younger, I already knew I wanted to be a businesswoman. So yeah. for me, I feel mm-hmm. behind in my timeline in that aspect, gotcha. but I also knew, I feel like I, I always knew I'd have my own. Like I did not care what right society enough. was saying for a minute. I thought I felt pressured. Um, like my parents, when I, when I, uh, graduated college, they started um, asking about children. Yeah. But I decided to nip that butt in a butt immediately. I said, either you're going to give me a quarter of a million dollars <laughs> to raise this child or we're Love not going to talk about it. And if Love you keep it. asking me, I will get a hysterectomy. Love it. Because my mom just had one and I'm like, I'm like, I will do it. I will I do it. it. Yeah. And um, so with that, um, I feel more so on my own personal timeline, I'm a bit more behind, but I'm also okay with that because I feel like I had to have a few lost years as mm-hmm. people say yeah and i feel like people don't account for that because they don't realize like after childhood when you actually are an adult i feel like you have a few lost years when you actually realize no i'm an adult and i can do whatever i want yeah and it's not just i whatever i want i have to start doing things that are good for me not just what feels good yeah mm-hmm. and that allows for a few lost years of like what do i actually want to do <laughs> no and, fair enough and since i didn't account for that and i'm thinking i should be like a multi-millionaire mogul by 30 um, I'm like as everyone is everywhere. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. obviously, obviously. Um, <laughs> now I'm just more of just giving myself more grace. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of like agree with what nice. you said. It's like um, from beginning, you just knew you were gonna do things differently. So you kind of mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's part of me. Like even though I knew what in India like society wanted, I knew I was not gonna do that. So I was gonna do the opposite. It was just a matter of like you either on board with it or you're not. And and, yeah. I don't care. Like, I feel yeah, like exactly. Almost... I was like, I'm, that's fine. What are you going to do? I don't live under your roof. <laughs> oh my goodness. The moving out, the What's moving the out conversation. Gosh. Ooh, if I could it's bottle a, up it's that It's a rite of passage. It's, yes. Yeah. And the, the eldest sibling, like armor, which I'm sure that you, cause you had to go to bat, um, I'm alone, I believe. Right. Or do you have? Someone? I actually have an older brother, but I don't that's think it counts. Yeah. No. Yeah. The pressure, We'll talk about me in a second. <laughs> yes. I'd love to hear that about you, but I feel like you also have, you have that eldest, like, at least, uh, female, yeah, yeah. female sibling of being like, no, like, literally whatever you can say is not worse than my mind, and I really don't care, so I'm just gonna burn this bridge and do what I want to do. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, oh, after God. a while, I was like... Just you're not gonna hate me, <laughs> but also so it's gonna be fine. It's it always works fine. out. Like when I'm Tyler forty, everyone relaxes, and I'm like, yeah. we're okay. That's we're fine. very young. Yeah. So how um, has like your uh, your parents, like the Jamaican um, part of your family, you know, has that been kind of like pressuring you into in in a certain direction as well? Honestly, thankfully, no, because they've also been they're none of them have been with the norm. <laughs> and now that I think about right. it. Okay. I think 
think my grandma did live that life of being the norm. Like she she grew up in Jamaica where like the queen would still visit type. Mm-hmm. Like um she mm-hmm. would she went to this private school, she was the head prep um the head girl and she loves to tell you about her being the head girl. I love it. And like had the whole picket fence, servants and all that. And then she divorced um, her then husband and came to the U.S. Mm. And because of that, I feel like she's been very keen on being like, no, I don't. I like do what you want and do what makes you happy. I like it. And so I'm thankful for that. My American side, though, they are very keen on um, wanting me to follow their footsteps in a minute. Like my grandparents will like try to drop hints of like they it's weird. But they will try to pressure me more than my parents will about kids. Really? Yes. Oh. And that makes me laugh a little bit. But I also feel like because of how different the generations are, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our older family members are envious that we are, get to just be us. I guess, yeah, I guess that's be. true too. And I feel like that's where the pressure of the timeline is because it's more of them pushing on, well, I did this. Mm-hmm. And then I was pressured by dead people's opinions. So you should be pressured by my opinions that I'm alive and these dead people's opinions to live your life this way because you're happy and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very interesting point. I think, yeah, like at certain point it is like, that's how I did it. What was wrong with that? It's like, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's worked for you. And it forces <laughs> like, them to think because they're like, why would I, why would you do anything else? And yeah. Like, well, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like there is an option. And I think the idea is like, because they didn't have the option, better or worse, like it's just like accepted because they're options now. Like mm. it's just that's and I think that's the one thing like I would fight with my parents sometimes like I haven't argued with them for a while but they brought us here to give us options so when it's like isn't that why you brought us here you should have just left me back home right oh, I would have been married by now and like with three kids like you can't call me stupid and you put, sent me to college like yeah. what do you mean oh my god <laughs> let's get to Ketty because uh. I know Ketty I'm dying. It's my warrior woman. What is up, everyone? Do you love drinking tea just like the rest of us normies? Then please check out The Art of Tea for delicious, sustainable, and organic teas. The company has been around since 2004, offering hundreds of specialty teas using ingredients rooted in health and wellness. All of The Art of Tea products are hand-blended in their Los Angeles warehouse, made to order, and guaranteed to be fresh. They literally have something for everyone. Check it out today and enjoy 25% off with the code NORMIES. Once again, go to artofteacom and use the discount code NORMIES for 25% off. <laughs> the, this thing that you just said about college just speaks so much to me. Because yeah. I was like the first person in the family who actually got like a degree. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And, and, and honestly, I mean, I don't think you need to clap for that. I think I was just lucky to be born when I was born. Yeah. Because my parents were born into an era of communism. Mm. And, you know, it was just kind of the expectation back then was for everybody to just be in labor. And labor was the number one value um, over, like, you know, individuality or, like, freedom or op- or choices. Like, it was labor first. Yeah. Um, and so, like, my parents... Um, haven't really had the options in life that I've had. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they actually like were, you know, like, you, <laughs> you are the smart one. You need to like go. You yeah. need to go to college. You yeah. need to. And I actually didn't really want to go to college at first when I was what? like, um, well, because I kind of sucked at math. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, what I you don't want to. I don't know, know. Keep going, please. <laughs> But um, 
But then um, I realized that it was actually the teacher that I had that sucked, and it wasn't oh, me. Uh, yeah. Because uh, one of like, and and this person literally changed my life. My math teacher, um, she like stayed with me after school. Yeah. Just with me. Yeah. And she like explained something to me in a way that I never heard it explained, oh. and I feel like I literally understood math from then on. Wow. Okay. And I like passed all my tests. And I got accepted to like a like one of the best high schools mm-hmm. because of her. Okay, nice. Even though all the other teachers, in, including like all the, um, like the counselors in school, like just rejected me yeah. flat on because my brother's grades were just abysmal. And so they just thought that we were a stupid family. Oh, <laughs> I hate when they do yeah. that. It's like, yeah. come on, not everybody's the same. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, like, literally that teacher changed my entire life. And I will never be, like, you know, thankful enough for that. Mm-hmm. But I got to go to high school. And in that high school, I kind of, like, just like, okay, I guess I'm going to go to college, you know? <laughs> because it was, like, not a high school that prepared me for anything. Gotcha. It was just a very general, like, this is preparatory high school for your college career. Fair enough. Like, you can do shit if you have a degree from this high school. Yeah, like, but it's just, just preparing you for yeah. next step, essentially. I was like, well, I don't job. even have a choice. So I went to college, and then I even pursued my master's, and I got my master's. Has two degrees, says not to clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I feel like I did that. It ended up being my choice, and I'm yeah. thankful for it, but I also feel like I was fulfilling my parents' dreams dreams yeah Yeah. i agree um i agree i'm not mad about it because it ended up being good for me yeah um but i definitely rebelled when i was in college because i did not follow the 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 timeline like i was a year behind yeah um i took a gap year right out of high school i wish i did that honestly and then i (laughs) as soon as i got into college year two Mm -hmm. i went for like a cultural exchange program, yeah, which didn't take any years away because I was able to transfer my like academic credits. Yeah, but my parents were like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just where the just, fuck are you going? <laughs> just go through college and be done with it." Yeah, because the turkey years, I want to get. I would oh, love to hear more love. about your turkey yeah. years. I love the turkey years, um, but I did, you know. So in during my bachelor's, I went to Turkey out of all places for a year, That's and my sexy. parents were not okay with it. <laughs> Ooh, if I right. say they were not okay with it, they were not okay with it. We fought. Oh, wow! I like when I left, I felt terrible because we didn't. I didn't leave on good terms, mm. and I just like you know, and I was gone for a year, and I like felt really bad about it. Yeah, because like the calls were awkward. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and you kind of have to call, like otherwise yeah. we just lose touch. Yeah, and I just like I was like I just want to talk about like you know are you guys like still mad at me? They were like, well, you could have like went to like France or like Germany and like, yeah. could come to visit Mark and I was like I, d- I didn't want to though like I wanted to come here yeah and I had my reasons and they were just like not respectful of that mm. um so that was my first like failure in the eyes of my parents <laughs> <laughs> and they're just choosing this nonsensical like option out of all of my like options that I had do you feel I feel like that <laughs> That lesson of realizing you don't need your parents' approval is so pivotal. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when you realized you didn't need your parents' approval anymore, that also coincided when you were like, when you realized like, I don't need to follow 
anybody's rules yeah. on how to live your life. I can just live mine. I don't care if you think I need to be at this way when I'm once I'm hit my yeah. of your these random milestones no one talks about. Mm-hmm. And I also life. think that nobody else was putting any expectations on me but my parents. Mm-hmm. And I think that one thing that was very hurtful for me growing up was the the incongruencies between their expectations. Yeah. Their like their expectations they had for me were not congruent with each other because they wanted me to live like the life that they lived with mm-hmm. their timelines. Like by now, I should have, you know, two children probably, kid, yeah. I guess, and you know, uh, have a house or have like this and that, and go to this like job that's good, mm-hmm. and you know, and work good. hard, and you know, and like just and be there for them. Now, I mean. I feel bad about that, but I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I would have probably lived that life if they didn't send me to college. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But you sent me to college. You're opening all these doors for mm-hmm. me. And you want me to keep them closed? Yeah. And then yeah. they were mad at me because I opened the, the, the wrong door for them. You know what I mean? There. So mm. yeah. I feel like that's a way of putting it, opening the wrong door for them. And I feel like a lot of people, when they have these expectations of lives, I feel like also with a lot of uh, parents, they or um, once they have a kid that's of age to have kids, they want to become grandparents more yes. than they actually were thinking. Yeah. Like, does my kid want kids? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even with that, I feel like when they push these random timelines onto you, they have an expectation of. They can they see their child as an extension of themselves and not realizing they are independent. Yeah, and I feel like it's so cathartic. Um, well, for me, it was very cathartic um, of realizing uh, that life was in my hands. But it's also in the age of social media, it's very disruptive because I feel like we're inundated of like rage uh, posts. Mm-hmm. So it's annoying when I hear some whom I find uneducated or un- and unempathetic people mm-hmm. spewing the same things that the parents would say and realizing, oh my goodness, this is what my parents think. Like, and there's yeah. a bunch of people who think so. So am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. And having to reassure yourself again that no, I'm fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's been one of those things. Like, even though like I wanted to do whatever I wanted to, but unconsciously I still, still wanted approval of my parents because like mm. you continue seeing the people yeah who were like there was so many people in my community like getting married like every day like will graduate from high school or from college mm-hmm. and they will immediately get married and i'm nowhere close so they will obviously like there'll be aunties and stuff like looking at me i'll be like well you have another daughter to think about think about them for marriage like yes. like i'm not inviting you so you don't have to like, come to my wedding but <laughs> just always you have to be like tell myself like no it's fine because the path i have chosen is different like, mm-hmm. what I want to do is completely different from what they want to do. Like, they want to have a family, which is good for them. Do what you want to do. Like, but I don't want to have a family. And I just have to be like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, because end of the day, the one thing I realized, like, a lot of times I would go to wedding, like, a lot of aunties and uncles was like, oh, when are you getting married? It's like, because all they wanted was another celebration. They, they want another party to go to. It was like... Or another show, look how well I am because we're the report card. Exactly. Oh, there. And it's like, are you going to come there and you're going to complain about it? And like, you can spend your own money. Like, I'm not inviting Dude, you. That is, I, uh, 
I feel like I it that. says so much about people if they are like invited to an event and then like judge the event. Yeah. Like it's like you can leave. Exactly. Yeah, go. And also if it's your friend, like I don't under like I I'd like a sprinkle because like every event has to have a sprinkle. That's why I'm like you are. I need you your role in this event. I have this bitchy auntie. Yeah, never happy. <laughs> and then this one uncle that I'm gonna keep an eye. Well, I don't want the uncle to keep an eye on, but that one uncle who gets a little too drunk and you're just like, all There's right. There's always one of those. And, and right. or if you think you weed them out, new ones pop up because they like mutate and they're like, I got to fill in this role. And you're like, you were fine last year, Uncle Craig. Yeah. Can, but regardless of that, I feel. Do you feel? As women, I feel like society is so obsessed of having us be mothers. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is that the only thing? Like, oh, have kids, and that's the timeline we're put on. But I'm like, well, men can go and grow themselves or have these gap years. Or you'll be like, oh, you know, they don't get it together until they're 30. But women, we're supposed to have it done, gotten together, have a house, have a kids. I mean, at 26, my parents had me, and, they, and I was five years old. I could not imagine. Cuvier's already enough for me. Oh, of a dude. Cat. Yeah. She's way too much. <laughs> She's over here talking back, running things, ripping up my carpet, and I love her. But I'm like, I, that is just how I have to deal with. But you're telling me you want me to deal with a five-year-old? Yeah. And I'm still a kid? Like, still figuring it out? Yeah. And the other things, like, every time when I called mom and she would, like, give me all this advice and stuff, I was like, mom, listen, at my age, you had, like, kids. Obviously, nobody was giving you advice. Like, you were doing it on your own. I think you should also figure it out. Like, just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I don't have life experience. Like, I have different life experience. And, like, I still know what I'm doing. Just, like, I'm not a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I, I still feel like a kid. But, like, I'm not a, like, from society, like, I'm not a kid just because I don't have kids of my own. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, or even, like, I don't have a kid. But also, I don't have the... I don't want to say entrapments, but that's how I feel about it, that you had to do to stay in these options and not be able to explore your other options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do have, uh, I actually do want kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's I good. Like yeah. when I'm 35. Like, I feel like that's when yeah. I'm going to start. Yeah. Um, and I also didn't mention, I'm, I'm 33. Am I 33? Oh my God. <gasps> I think you're I think so. a few months older than me. Yeah. That's yeah. Babysat and me. I and uh, So I'm turning 34 this year, actually, okay. um, in a few months. Am I 33? I no. Think. No, I'm turning 33 this year. You're, you're turning, turning 33. I'm turning 34. 34? I, I feel like you're only a few months older than me. Or maybe Rana is a few months older than me. I am 89. So I'm turning 34. Okay, this so run out turning 33, <laughs> and then I'm turning 30. Okay, no, yeah. No, yeah. I cannot, no, you cannot. You can I cannot run for president unless you guys want to falsify my papers. We'll do it. We <laughs> thank you, Spidey. <laughs> Spidey, like, you're turning 33. Like, thank you for counting. <laughs> like, yeah. you stop counting after um, your 30s. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do want kids, um, but I'm also constantly on the fence about it because you know and, and and still like at my age i feel like i shouldn't be yeah having this much doubt but i think that this goes in line with the last kind of like level of expectations that we didn't touch on yet mm-hmm. which is kind of like the expectations of like your generation and like the mm-hmm. responsibilities of the world that you feel like you're inheriting yeah and this one actually probably affects me the most more so than my parents' expectations because I did... My parents are very traditional, but at the same time, I kind of fought that earlier on. Mm-hmm. Now they're kind of just let me be. Yeah. 
like there's kind of like Fair, more same. mutual there's a little bit more mutual respect between yeah. us they still know they still consider me just like as their child you know what i mean i will never be an adult in yeah. their eyes no. yeah but to bark back that's a just bit. that's just what that's the, the nature of our relationship but yeah. i don't feel as much pressure at this age from my parents as i feel from like just the state of the world yeah and like with having like bringing children into this world yeah it's terrifying for me because like i don't even know if we are going to like enjoy something like retirement yeah <laughs> or fresh water when mm-hmm. we're 60 you know like i have an actual like existential dread in the back of my mind all yeah. the time mm-hmm. and it's really hard to live with that mm-hmm. and so i guess i did want to open up a discussion about you know what are our expectations as you know the we are at the age where we can like actually make changes and influence decisions mm-hmm. on like world stage but sometimes it also feels like we can't really because we're not in that much of a power position so yeah. how do you guys feel about those expectations um it's interesting because like i think i do agree with you where I- as I mentioned earlier, like my parents have kind of given up, so they've stopped asking or having that pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but from society, I, I think it is true that as a female, society just thinks at a certain point your next milestone is going to have you having a kid. Yeah. And which, I mean, it works for everybody. Like, I'm not against having a kid. Like, if I'm with somebody who wants to have a kid, that's fine. But I'm not the one, like, I need to have a kid need to have this to be fulfilled fulfilled. like i don't need to have a kid to fulfill i feel like having a kid is just gonna i don't know i don't know where i have time to have a kid um in my plate so i'll have to drop a lot of things but i do i think agree with one of the reasons i don't want to have a kid is where as a world we are going Mm -hmm. and i do see the point where like the birth rate is going down i think we do need to have more kids in the world um and I think that's also a certain point, conspiracy, it's because of we don't have enough. Like, there's not a kids enough to and fill that's that. that's why we need to stop being racist and accept immigrants. I know, we just, like, accept, like, there's, there's a lot of issues going on there, like, and also, like, I understand us, like, not building a generation for, to be a labor, but at the same time, we are building automation. So I don't know if you're going to be needing that labor world anymore as in like the robots and Optimus Bot, like all of these. We, like we are creating a self-driving trucks eventually. Mm-hmm. So like where is this labor force going to go? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just looking f- like I, I really think like we, robots are going to take over. So we don't really need that labor force anymore. Uh, but at the same time, it's like. I see the show like expands. I see like we all see so many shows and we see what's happening around us. Like literally the climate change is happening everywhere. So just seeing that and like I don't know how I can bring a child to this world and then knowing that they might not have fresh food. They might have to live in Mad Max world. Like they may have yeah. to like live all that like where I wouldn't want to live myself. Like I was watching Last of Us. I started Last of Us last night. Oh my god. Dude. I haven't finished it. I mean, I've seen the, sh- like, I've played the game, right? Like, I've oh seen the show, God. and I just watched the episode, like, half of it. And it was just one of those things, like, I was sitting and watching, it's like, I don't know if I want to, would continue living in the world like that. Like, I, I don't know. I was listening to this girl, it's like, if the zombie apocalypse happened, I understand, like, you have to continue living the community to repopulate. Fuck that. Like, I, no, hey, wait, I don't, hold on. I don't, 
I don't care about this world anymore if the zombies are taking over. Clearly, nature's telling us, fuck off. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that because last night, like, like well, I'm with, what, with Josh at the last of the streams. Yeah. And they're all about, like, oh, but they're going to, like, have quiz and clapping cheeks. I'm like, we literally cannot have sex during the zombie apocalypse. And I, I would not want to be running around pregnant. Like, and I was, I was clickers. I was realizing a lot of the opinions for women, we have a lot of more layers to think about. And I was taught, I'm telling yeah. Spidey. And I was like, you don't realize that having sex in the zombie apocalypse could mean I'm pregnant and out of commission for nine months. And then you and might die in the birth, child, the childbirth. Or there might be a complication and I might bleed out. We don't have any medicine. We don't have all of that. So it was mm -hmm. funny. I was like looking at the chat and realizing I'm like, you guys don't have to think about this. Yeah. You're just thinking about getting your wet. And I'm like, you, I'm like, there's so many more levels that I feel like us as women have to think of mm -hmm. the, or, um, we always think of them. We all should think of, but it's just, you don't think about it because they, you don't have to, or they're not like, educated evenly. And yeah. I don't get that. Cause I'm like, it should be a human thing. Like, no, we both got to work together because we are the reproductive system. Yeah. Like, let's get that going. And yeah. so like, like the zombie apocalypse are coming around. I totally feel that. Cause I'm like, well, I'm celibate. I don't know about y'all, but like yeah. it's been 20 years of the zombie apocalypse and they got no condoms. Girl, guess like, what? No. None of it. Like, guess, no like, wax. Imagine no wax. you get pregnant and then you giving a childbirth and the like, female dies. Like, A, she could have protected herself. She could have like been a gatherer, like a hunter-gatherer, and you lost that person. And now you have to take care of this kid who might start crying any minute when there's a like, clickers around. Yes. It's like... Who, what, like, why would I want to... Have you guys seen The or, Quiet Place? Yeah, okay, no, or it have, have to be Emily Blunt and you, you are yeah. over here yelling for no motherfucking reason. Yeah. For no motherfucking reason. And I have to um, give birth and then shoot. Yeah. I mean, there's so many levels to this. Yeah, so it's just one of those things, like, because of where the world is going, passionate. or it could be, it just, it doesn't motivate me enough to be... Like, I want to have a kid. So, like, if I end up having a kid, sure, that's fine. But, like, I, the world is not giving me any optimism. Like, I, mm -hmm. I love our world. I want to continue protecting it. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like, me and Pat getting to this fight all the time. Because, mm -hmm. like, Pat, sometimes he won't recycle. He's like, the world's are fucked. It's like, then you are not allowed to have kids. No. You you can't tell me. Give me your balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you can't tell me. So, I always be like, so you don't want to have kids. He was like, why would I? I was like, well, you're not giving them a good world like yeah. you don't like you yeah. already think the world is dying and you want to have kids and, and that like, i feel like also a lot of i, I feel i don't, don't want to no. sound judgmental when i say this <laughs> i'm a judgmental bitch dude. <laughs> i do feel that a lot of people who don't acknowledge that this is a reality that mm -hmm. global warming is a thing that exists and that we are partially responsible for it or at least for its acceleration those people have kids all the fucking time. All the yes. time. And they have a lot of kids. Yeah. And they are instilling those values onto them. Yeah. Partially, mm -hmm. this is why I feel the responsibility to have kids. Because I feel like <laughs> that's a smart yeah, somebody <laughs> like me. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's <laughs> can, fair. Can like raise like future like leaders or yeah. like change, like someone who will like actually make the change. And that's a very naive. My kids might be psychopaths. But I I fully I I fully agree with that, but I've also always thought if you want to really talk about it, and Josh and I talk about this all the time, I'm like, I'm getting a compound. Like I want to have mm -hmm. kids and I've always thought like probably thirty five, but mm -hmm. if the world's going and then I was I was talking to Josh, I'm like, Well, we're buying a water filtration plant 
Like, we're going to have to buy some land. You have and to teach thinking, your like, kids at home. Yes. Because you don't know what the history books are teaching anymore. Montessori. But I also thought, I'm like, we're probably, <laughs> the zombie apocalypse comes in, then I'm getting a compound with my friends. And guess what? We're raising our kids. Like, I, I, that Come has in. to be, okay, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. but make it fun. And then, like, <laughs> but having that, that, having the thought of, like, okay, if I'm going to have kids in this climate, I'm like, well, then mm. we're going to have to figure out how to survive just in case. Mm. Teach them that. Like, have you guys watched the third episode of Last of Us? No, yeah. I, yes, I did. Only first episode. So yeah. third episode, very touching. I feel like that's going to be me. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm not sure yeah. which one I'm going to be, but <laughs> I might be friendly. I might not be. Yeah. Um, But... It, I went, uh, he essentially had everything prepared and prepared for prior to the zombie apocalypse. I'm like, I think that's probably going to be me. Yeah. And be like, so then it's a safe way for me to have kids and then ha- not feel bad about it. But only if I have these in place. But if yeah. I don't, then I don't want kids. Yes. Um, you mentioning the commune actually led me to another. Um, I've been reading this book about um, like the, the unfinished the unfin it was it was something about unfinished sexual revolution mm-hmm. um and it was actually really eye opening about marriage yeah and i never thought about marriage this way but it is one of the expectations that is like built within our legal system mm-hmm. yes it's encouraged legally that we make these unions mm-hmm. um for multiple different benefits that to me are just human rights and everybody should access them mm-hmm. but it's just so ingrained in our culture, any culture, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. that yeah. marriage is the golden standard mm-hmm. for just existing in general. If you're a single person in America and you don't have like a full time job, there is no fucking way you have even health insurance. Yeah. Which is just mm-hmm. like mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. Unless you have, oh, I have a friend who's thankfully his parents are very well off, and he said without insurance, they pay. F- $500 a month for him yeah. oh, wow. to cover his health insurance. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Um, and so um, yeah, I, did, get... I did hear about there's like some some um, like activists and lawyers who are trying to like change it or fight this battle in, in, in a legal way. Mm-hmm. And what they mm-hmm. do for like, you know, if there's like a, I don't want to call it a commune, commune, but let's say, you know, people literally can't afford rent in New York City. So like yeah. you have like, like a group of friends like four or five friends living in a, in, 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 a, in an area mm-hmm. if like one of them has children like that in like you know it's They'll just kids. kind of like they're all it's like everybody's yeah. child yeah um and like she's th- this lawyer is literally turning like that union uh, into like an llc yeah so they can Ooh. have insurance under the llc oh my god Smart. that's crazy all, while so that she's giving them that option while she's like fighting for you know, marriage not being the golden standard. Yeah. And I never of... thought about it. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. I mean, I'm glad I'm married. I love my husband. And... Hey, Chris. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I am. But I find it so unfair that that expectation exists mm-hmm. and that we don't even, like... Think, or yeah. I want to speak for myself. I never thought about it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things like I, in college, I took this class. It was around marriage and family. Like, and a lot of it, it's because of legality. Like you get tax breaks if you're married, like compared to a single person, you have to pay so much taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why a lot of LGBTQ community fight to get a marriage, right? Because like, if you've been a partner with somebody for years, if they die, you mean nothing 
you don't like, you don't get to see it in the ER exactly yeah. so like yeah. it, so that's kind of prevent you and then the focus oh, you to like God. to be it but I do like like I think in New York at one of the states like if you've been living together with somebody you Call considered a civil in a civil union um yeah. and that should be a thing because like marriage has changed like marriage has changed so much it um, be a trap it yeah still is. it is because like woman. even if you you're married mm-hmm. right first of all the wedding industry is make so much money but if you divorce that's even more expensive mm-hmm. so why like and that forces people to stay in something that they shouldn't be staying in whereas you could have just had a civil union still with no expectation and continue doing what you're doing and I like I think that's where I am like with me like with the marriage like I don't I don't like the idea of marriage just because it forces somebody to say you are stuck with this person mm-hmm. I think it's kind of also built into my head since I was a kid from my parents my parents were arranged marriage they didn't see each other until the altar literally Crazy. it's like a married at first sight kind of thing mm-hmm. um so like parent like the families agreed to it and they got married and like in india mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure it's, it's changed now but like an older generation they say like oh okay like our generation doesn't get divorced because they have no other choice no. it's they didn't get yeah, divorced no because if they will get divorced then they will go back to your family and that's a shame on the family like she left her house um so that was kind of stuck oh. in my head like for me the marriage meant you were stuck with someone, um, even if you were happy. Like, my family had, my parents had an interesting relationship. We could divulge into it, like, a whole thing on its own. But, and then for me, it was like, I can still enjoy everything without feeling this entrapment mm-hmm. under another person. Um, Ooh, I'm so happy you said that, because I think there's a phenomenon happening right now that I'm really enjoying seeing. And I feel like the pendulum swinging to... How men always viewed marriage as the ball and chain. Women are actually viewing it as yeah, that. Yeah. And men are freaking out. Yeah. But I'm saying men very much in general because of course, of course, there are people. Um, Every spectrum, right? Like yeah, all, yeah. It's a generalization. Yeah. Um, people are not monoliths. However, yeah. I'm seeing a theme that I that is being perpetuated. Mm-hmm. Of uh, that's at swing, and I'm interested on for both of you and how the stages that you are in your life. Do you feel like your views on marriage are changing in a similar fashion or is it more of a realization of what actually it takes to maintain a marriage? It's not just living with someone, you need to emotionally care for them and then also marry all of their childhood trauma. I think, I'm going to speak as as a married person. The married person. I, I don't think that marriage has improved our emotional or just like our private life in any way. It has helped us legally, mm-hmm. and it has helped us fi- financially, um, because you know we we get like tax benefits and things mm-hmm. like that. But I, those are like the societal things, you know. And I don't think that marriage really like put a ball and chain on me. I hope Chris doesn't feel that yeah. way. <laughs> I love your guys' relationship. You guys are very uh, yeah. You're two people that are married and not a married couple. Yes, yes, I'm I'm very proud of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I just marriage to me is it, and it's in Europe marriage is actually like becoming less and less common. Um, people don't feel the necessity for it because you as an individual get these different benefits and rights. Yeah, in America, you need to be attached to another person mm-hmm. to be considered a unit, a legal mm-hmm. unit. It, 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 
I never literally realized, I realized this two weeks ago when I was yeah. reading the book <laughs> and I'm like still mindfucked over it. Yeah. And that's true. In a lot, uh, I'm, I can say that's true in a lot of other countries, like in India, for sure. Like, I think, you know how in America it was like, you have to have a male to like sign illegal documents, or whatever Literally. that like went away. And I think that took a while to go away in India. And it, I think in villages that still is true. It just depends on where it is. But the thing is, it hasn't left my head. Like mm-hmm. that's something I grew up with. It, that thing is still stuck in my head. So I, for me, I'm at a, age like if i do marry somebody it's gonna be like a mutual understanding because of the tax break and kind of just like let's just sign a document like i don't want to have a big ass wedding party like i will have a party for us to celebrate like i don't want to have like a seven day things to celebrate to show to people uh, spend the money and just be like hey we signed this document because like if i'm dying i want the money go to you Mm kind of thing like that's it um, I, I'm happy you said that. Do you guys view now marriages as more business deals rather than like your best? They are. They've yeah. always been. They always. I just been. think that we are finally peeling off the romantic layer, which is just it's it's bullshit. Like you're already in love. Hopefully, if you're getting married, you you already have like all this respect for each other, so you won't be shitty. Like this. This is like an insurance document you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i don't really Literally i don't really find document. marriage or wedding romantic per se like really? it's it's a really cool event to hold and celebrate like you know with your friends and family but i like you're like i'm seven, always thinking of the, the money being spent seven day like, thing doesn't really find i, I don't no. really find any like appeal yeah it's no. funny like every time i go to a huge ass indian weddings all i'm thinking is like how much money did they spend and how much of this was a loan that you took? Right. And yes. Like, and how much, like, you could have done so much with it. Because I can still hear people in my, like, in the year complaining about how it looks. It's like, dude, are you getting free food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why why are we mad? And the food's never bad. Yeah. Food is um, never bad. Eat something yeah. else. <laughs> but I also, I, you know, I'm, I'm both, like, both fences. I want, I want balls to the walls like grandiosity without nice. the, the loan for it but i yeah. want it like but intimate like i want like 10 people yeah and let's go exactly. to the villa and party this mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. um but i also want to make sure it's economical yeah and that everything and then when we sign this deal it's very much business uh, forward but i feel mm-hmm. like for me the education of seeing how the system work made me take apart my timeline and be like how do i want to set this up because if they from what they're pushing onto you is actually not the best way financially mm-hmm. to figure it out when you get married that's where you make your most net worth yeah and um for me i'm very keen on i don't want to be drained in a relationship i want to be married to a whole adult mm-hmm. i don't what i see a lot of people especially when they get married young get married to these immature partners yeah so you have the idea one, of it yeah yes and so you have one partner who's overcompensating and being responsible but then they can't focus on themselves mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. and then you have this other partner who gets to enjoy the ride no and yeah. for or for me and realizing okay no if it's a business if it's a financial decision i'd be very keen on who i'm going to be married to and that's going to take some time mm-hmm. but i also have to be for me i'm like i need to be comfortable in myself yeah because having money and entering a marriage i feel like that's also pushed my timeline back more because I need to make sure that I am financially secure and yeah. I can leave. Yeah. If exactly. I need to or can yeah. stay and yeah. do whatever I want. Yeah, and that's a big deal for me. Like a huge deal mm-hmm. for me. Like if I'm getting married, like I don't want to ever feel like it's a trap. 
and just be like, I can mm. leave. And both of us are okay to leave if we don't feel okay with it. Like, I don't want to ever feel trapped. And also at the same time, like, I don't want to marry a kid. Like, and I think mm-hmm. it's just one of those things like we, I'm adult, the person is adult. Let's, I mean, I'm not saying marriage is bad. Like, I do think like getting into a good marriage, it helps both parties. Like yeah. some things that you both are doing separately when you come together, you are sharing tasks, right? It, it makes a power couple. It helps so much, mm-hmm. but it needs to be understanding that it's half, half kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, yes. yeah. So like yeah. to... You can you can grow into so much more when you go into partnership with somebody. It doesn't have to be marriage. Like just going into partnership with somebody, just sharing mm-hmm. responsibilities and what's a better way. Yeah. And you know, also allowing the other person to grow. And once oh, I admire, oh, oh gosh, Nico. Well, first of all, Nico has something to say. Um, I will say admiring you, your and Chris's marriage. I love that you guys allow each other creatively just to do what you want. And I feel like finding people who can support you and also be willing to grow with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like a people, um, a lot of times they marry the person that they have at this altar, not realizing you both are going to change. Yeah. And you're walking to your deaths, essentially, if you really want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, with this person, the rest of my life, we're going to be growing together. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to love you regardless. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I love getting to see that through your, <laughs> well, through the lens of your friend. Yeah. But how do you feel for it? Do you feel like you, since you're, you got married um, younger, you feel like now though your timeline's still yours or do you feel like you're somewhat following it inadvertently according to my parents well well no <laughs> they, okay my parents were born oh, god damn it my parents were married when they were like 20. yeah so i i was already old when i got married at the age of 26. Mm-hmm. so that's all i got off the Fuck. table expectations <laughs> that i failed but um i Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> are you following your own timeline? Oh, are you following the I, I am, together kind of I thing? I am. Okay. And honestly, I mean, literally, like, me and Chris got married because we didn't want to be separated. And I, mm. my, like, legal status here was expiring. So we just got married pra- for practical reasons. Makes sense. And uh, Business deal. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, things worked out. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying we didn't love each other before. Then. Yeah. I mean, like, we got married because we loved each other, but... We, wa- we wanted yeah. to also see how much further we can take this relationship, you know, and the only way to do that was getting married because of my legal status. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. But thankfully it worked out and I'm not a 33-year-old divorcee. Yeah. Mm. That would be sad. <laughs> would it be? I love divorcees. I feel yeah. like with this generation, I, I feel like we're rebranding See, that's it. one thing, I guess. I I'm like, it. I have like this mindset where I just like, I don't know why it terrifies me to be divorced. Oh my god, they're my favorite friends. They tell you like it is. No, no, no. But I, I guess, like, I guess maybe it's because like I'm, I'm really happy in my marriage. Yeah. Oh gotcha. yeah. I just don't, I don't want it to fall apart. No, oh, makes no, sense. But yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to judge people who are divorced. Yeah. More power to you if that's the right move for you. But I, I personally am terrified of getting a divorce. It's like one makes of sense. my number one fears. <laughs> makes sense. You know what's also funny? I always assume at least have one. Like I feel yeah. like with life, I'm going to read it as it's a game. So I'm like, if I stumble off of this, I'm like. Well, <laughs> there's one. Mega Marvel got two, and look at her. Like she'll be fine. We'll be fine. But yeah. I don't want you to divorce. Either. No. Yeah. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm glad. It's interesting how the conversation went to where it was. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I was married. Life. Yeah. It's married, it is yeah. what you want to make it to be. Honestly, like I think like a lot of times even relationships like make the relationship what you two want to be, not what society wants it to be. Because if you want to mm-hmm. just be partners. 
you want to have an open relationship or you want to like live together and do like whatever works for oh, you. You want to live in a commune? You want to live in a commune? <laughs> Let's start a cult, please. Yeah, with like five <laughs> other people and raise kids together. Whatever makes you happy, well, do that. In the next podcast, we'll talk about Normie's cult. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We yes. are. Yes. <laughs> we are. Let's buy a ranch in Wyoming and become yak farmers. <laughs> yes. Um, next week, you are actually going to have a guest. Um, and is somebody you guys don't know, yeah. she is a, a TikToker, yes. local to Indy, and we literally just recently found out about her, yeah. and we're excited to find out that she lives in the area. So we've invited her, she'll be with us next week, we're going to talk name. about her journey, and you know, how she became like an influencer slash comedian, and how that life is working out for her yeah. and her timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're just going to keep on going in yeah. this direction. We love it. Like, her name is Sarah Huntington, and she's yeah. hilarious. I hope you guys find her funny as well. Yeah. But, Do you guys yeah. have had any last words? No. We're about to raid. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be happy. Have um, your own timeline. Let the people yes. be yes. whatever. Yes. Like, it's just... End of a day, you are living your life, not mm-hmm. other people. And it's okay. You have so much more time than you think. Get yes. pressed on it. Get focused. But mm-hmm. you don't have to rush. Wherever yeah. you are in this moment is where you are meant to be. Yeah. Live mm-hmm. in the present. Yeah. Fuck the society. And <laughs> with that, we are raiding Venus World. Yay. Awesome. You guys have a wonderful Saturday. Oh, Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much Bye. for joining. Thanks Bye. for joining with us. Get ready. Because it's about time. I wish it was Saturday. For you. Speak your mind. Super secret girls club. Super secret girls club. Super secret girls club.